The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of REMAX Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, REMAX Metro East Side, And I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial. Yes, and happy Saturday once again. There you go, another day talking about real estate and finance. Mm-hmm, and all things related. There you go. Yes, I'm so excited about our guest who's in studio with us today. I've been trying to get him on the show for years. Yeah, head north to Canada today. Yeah. So check out that market up there on Vancouver Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cannot wait. Yeah. Well, you know, as much as I've been going up in the San Juans and stuff recently, and I can see it right there, <laughs> but I sometimes forget to take my passport, so I can't go. <laughs> You should. So, you should. Oh, no, I know. I totally should. Well, I have one of those little uh, small ones, you know, besides like the regular passport, mm-hmm. like the wallet the size. Yeah. I just, yeah, oh, I need yeah. to just throw it in my wallet. I don't know why I don't think to just stick it in my wallet and go. Just get the driver's license. Get the enhanced driver's license. Well, yeah, and right. I've been getting notices about that coming into yeah. play. So, you know, actually, maybe we should have the DOL in and start talking about that coming up soon. But You, uh, you want to invite the DOL? Why in? not? You know, you know why I want to get the DOL in, not just for auto. Yeah, because you know I, I go on and on about this inside of our industry all the time. Yeah, I talk about this on the show all the time. You know what I'd love to hammer them about? <laughs> what? Improving the requirements to get inside of real estate. Ah. Uh, Enhancing. Oh, you're talking about the okay, educational. I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. Department, I know. I know. Yeah, department yeah, licensing yeah. for you know auto, yeah. but. DOL yeah. covers a lot. It's all they business do. licenses, registrations, boating. <laughs> yeah. Now that that part would all be interesting. That. I'm thinking, uh, you know, if uh, we have the DOL come in here, we're gonna give them a number and make them wait. Oh, of course you would yeah, do that. I would. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, I would. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, anyway. Of course you would do that. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> And then you try and find out first, though, were they a Prius driver, and then you'd really make them have to sit. There should be a, there should, you know, that's one tax I'd be in favor of. It's just a uh, levy a, a Prius tax. A Prius tax. tax. Yeah, oh, my like gosh. That. Or a restriction, a lane restriction. They can't drive in the left lane at 58 miles an hour. If they just would not do that, you know, I think no, I'd be mo- happy. Most of the Prius I ever see aren't doing 58. They're usually doing about 78. Ay, ay, ay. I'm just Seattle. saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, no, there, I'm just there's, saying. There's, I, some, there's some real drivers that have somehow slipped in behind the wheels of I, those okay, cars. Okay, well, I don't apparently. want this whole show about yeah. your hatred of Prius drivers, okay? Which is, which is We've palpable. had way too many yeah. shows that yeah. have had that content in it. Good point. <laughs> so going back to the real estate and mortgage and all things <laughs> related to that, yeah. uh, did you want to have any quick little market updates yeah, before we get to our wonderful guest, let's, Tony let's Joe? Let's do that because for weeks now we've been enjoying record low interest rates, some mm-hmm. of the lowest in you know year and a half to two years. Yes. We're up a little bit this week. Okay. And we got some... Some pretty strong employment numbers last week. Uh, more jobs being created than we thought, and we we've gotten um, you know just a few slightly inflationary statistics you know creeping into the into the you know bundle of information. Okay. Questions about whether the Fed will be cutting interest rates in the month of July or not, and all of these have led to a little bit of uncertainty within the rates. We're still 
National averages for a 30-year fixed rate loan under the 4% mark at 3.96%. Okay, so even though they're up, I mean, come on. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's, still it's pretty really, fantastic. You know, Sub but, four, but come on. We have some clients that will call up, where are you at today? Oh, we're at 3.99. Oh, my gosh. You know, that's terrible. It's like, really? In what world is that terrible? Yeah, it's, I know. Uh, I'm no, with we're you. All, we're all good. Uh, the 15-year fixed rate is averaging 3.64% right now. Uh, VA and FHA loans still firmly uh, lower at 3.63%. Nice. And even jumbo loans are uh, are under 4%, right around 397 is the national average. That's phenomenal. They really are. It's it's uh, it's it's caused a couple things though, and and you, you I know you'll see it with your market report, Reba. But we see a lot of activity. People mm-hmm. are are oh, digging those busy. low rates. They're out there buying homes like crazy. You know they are, and I just want to say that they do have a little bit more leverage right now because like right before the show, mm-hmm. I was kind of looking at the numbers because I look at all like the weekly stats of what's going on on listings compared to pending sales because that's a really great um, kind of monitoring point for me of. What are our opportunities mm-hmm. that are out there, right? And we we have crept up. I mean, it's summertime. It's yeah. summertime. We're it's the, the busiest time. We're at the season. peak of the home buying, home selling, actually home selling season. Mm-hmm. And so there's there's a lot more opportunity out there for folks. So if you've been getting frustrated, there's more product out there available. However, keep in mind, we're in that mixed market right now still where about 20% of the homes are still going like hotcakes. So if that's a perfect, truly move in in the kind of condition you think about in terms of all these modern updates, newer roof, water heater, furnace, all that kind of stuff, doesn't even have to be a new house. If it's in that prime condition, that's going to be the one people are fighting over because we still see multiple offers happening. However... We still have sellers who think their house is like the hottest thing since sliced well, bread. Well, of course. Yeah. And maybe it was hot sliced bread in 1968, but in today's world, without any updates, not so hot. In fact, it might be a little moldy. And <laughs> you got to be prepared for that. So you have to just really, I mean, really listen to your real estate agent. If they're giving you hard advice, you, it's an ego thing. Honestly, it gets down to, you know, it's hard to have somebody say your baby's ugly. And so, you know, it's sometimes you just got to know, maybe I got to put the bow in the hair. Well, I maybe actually, I got to put a little, you know, yeah, little well, cute onesie on that because like, otherwise it's just adorable, not bow on the gorgeous. Hair than lipstick on the pig, you know, but yeah, but it's it's absolutely true. We actually I follow a statistic which compares a homeowner's opinion of the value of their home compared mm-hmm. to what an appraiser's opinion is. Oh, yeah, totally. It's always in the negative. Yeah. Uh, but it's always interesting to see how that works. And I have that conversation very often, especially if someone's refinancing. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and refinance activity is off the charts right now. It's of very, course. very busy. We're starting to see, you know, difficulty even getting appraisers accepting offers because they're so busy. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, when, when we're refinancing, the appraiser may not bring the value in at where you think the value is. Yep. We've or, had a couple of those this year. Mm-hmm. Or, or people are looking at Zillow, things like that, mm-hmm. which are great as a barometer of the trend of, yes. of, of prices, but they will not necessarily But Zillow doesn't know what the inside of your house your really home. looks like. That's right. Even, even though the photos from the agent have probably been uploaded in there because of the marketing agreements, 
their algorithm hasn't yet figured it out. Although they are working on that. They are working on machine learning and AI to try and do sure, that better. But, well, you might have seen they'd had advertising recently mm -hmm. saying how improved mm -hmm. they have become. Right. We'll see. They've been sued enough times. They might want to pull those claims back. Well, it, it, yeah. I mean, again, it's a good barometer, but it's not always 100% accurate. No, so, no know, it's a great educational tool. It is, absolutely. It's good for research. But remember when an appraiser looks at a, at a home, they look at comparable sales data. They look at what mm -hmm. similar homes have just sold for in yeah. your neighborhood. And they have to be similar in age, size, square footage, number of bedrooms, right. number of bathrooms, amenities. Is a view? Is it on a busy street? Absolutely. There's all these different factors that an appraiser will manually make adjustments yeah. uh, to the value of a home. And it's it's not exact, but it's it's fairly precise. And software just can't pick all that up. They can't pick up those nuances. No, there there are definitely nuances. And I will say, after having once again gone out with a client who hasn't bought in a while, she's selling her home and downsizing, and pictures looked great online. Mm -hmm. And then you get there and go, hmm, oh. That just doesn't convey in a photograph, does it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was just looking at one of those. Nor online. do some of the smells. Right. For sure. Yeah. When we yeah. get Smell-O-Vision Matterport, yeah. maybe. I have, a, I, I have a client that was just all excited about a home uh, a little bit down south. And then and, and I read the, the uh, agent's write-up. Uh, you know, bring your toolbox, and yeah. uh, and then I and then I look at the pictures that were made with uh, potato cam one hundred and one <laughs> or something. I don't know. They even had their finger over half of the lens. I, nice. I swear, just to nice. maybe to try. And oh, make were it they in better. all of the pictures that had mirrors, say in the bathroom? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, oh, oh, and by the way, the power and the water are shut off because the uh, seller's in foreclosure. Forgot to mention that one. Even better. Yeah. But you know. That, that that sort of thing happens, but uh, yeah, you've got to get out there and look at some of those homes. You know, scary. Can I just point out again, though? Mm. You just said something. It's a hot button for me. Yeah. That client might be in foreclosure. Uh huh. But gosh darn it, they still deserve good services. And the person who did that, they who absolutely that do. out. Oh yeah, no question. Is part of the reason I wish we had higher standards because I agree. that's not. That person who's in foreclosure needs to try and get the best dollar out of that house that they possibly can because right. they're already in financial trouble. Right. So that that's a massive disservice. And it's unfortunate because that client's probably sitting in a state of despair and depression right. and probably not checking up on things like that or maybe right. not having help with that because mm -hmm. they're embarrassed of their situation. Yep. But and, shame on that agent. And my Just client, shame on that agent. Well, and because and because of all of that, because it only costs about two hundred, three hundred bucks to get decent photos. Even if you don't go full tilt, Matterport drone, and everything else like we yeah. do, that person still deserves a high quality of service. Well, I got to tell you on this one, I'm pretty sure the agent didn't even get out of their car. Oh, I'm know, to snap probably the pictures. not. Yeah, you know, like I've seen those bugs on the windshield. You know, as a well, that was probably someone through Task Rabbit, but that's okay. <laughs> anyway, we're going off down. A rabbit a hole. A rabbit hole. Yes, yeah. which happens right. on occasion here. Let's but go I to Canada sure. instead. Let's take a trip. Yeah. Right across the Victoria Clipper or one of the ferries, or even as our guest was mentioning as we were getting started today, you came by a float plane or by plane, did you not? That is correct. Yeah, it's excellent. a great way to travel harbor or harbor. It yes. is about 45 minutes from downtown Victoria to, to Lake Union. It's all right. Gotta love it. I mean, we see those seaplanes landing all the time. So tell our listeners 
here you are, right. <laughs> well, Joe. I am so pleased to be here on the Prius Grievance uh, show. <laughs> so uh, thank you. Thank you for that, Eric. You don't drive one, do you? Yeah. I do not. Oh, yeah. I do not. Okay. I, I, I was so waiting that you say you would. Because <laughs> uh, that happened the first time he went off on a Prius yes. on the show. Our guest was sitting there. He like, <laughs> had a Prius. I drive a Prius. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I All right. So where so do I sign hard. up, by the way? I got, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll give you a Facebook page. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Um, you should start a Facebook page. <laughs> there is one. <laughs> a group. Oh, okay, there you go. Okay. Anyway, back to Tony. It back is to Tony. great to be here, Reba. Of course, you and I met uh, yes. years ago at a Remax conference. Yes, a luxury conference. Yeah. Uh, I. My name's Tony Joe. I am from Victoria, British Columbia. I was born and raised there. I am a... Keep going, keep going, just real quick. All right. We're, we're going to go quick into a break. Okay. We talked so long, Tony Joe. We're going to have to have you finish no problem. Your, your promo about who you are when we come back. And trust me, listeners, you're going to love this show. So please come back in just a few on Open House with Team Reba. We'll be right back. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. And we're here every Saturday from 2 to 3 o'clock. Yes, and on Sundays from 3 to 4 currently. And also on podcast now on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. That's right. Just subscribe. Yes, subscribe. And we are about to get the last three and a half years of our shows uploaded very, very soon to that. So there's going to be a ton more content coming your way. So if you're newer as a listener to us, you'll get a whole bunch of fantastic new material coming in. But, Tony, you were introducing yourself to our listeners. So for those folks who made it through the break... Can you please start again? <laughs> no problem. Uh, my name's Tony Joe. I'm from Victoria, British Columbia. I am with uh, Remax Camosun. I am a born and raised Victorian. I've been selling real estate now for 28 years. I served as the president of the Victoria Real Estate Board in 2008. Uh, I spent a lot of time on our provincial and national um, associations. Mm-hmm. I'm currently a instructor for our provincial association, so I teach all of the new licensees that come on to Vancouver Island. Awesome. Uh, I am also a subject matter expert, so I've helped write mm-hmm. a number of courses for our provincial association. Uh, and I am a, I'm a speaker and a coach for uh, Richard Robbins International, which is a Canadian uh, real estate training company. Okay. So yeah. you're clearly not very bright. Uh, no. <laughs> I got a lot of free time. I got a lot of free time. Right? Hey, but oh, like you, I also have a weekly radio show on yes. uh, CFAX1070.com, which is Victoria's talk radio uh, station. So uh, yeah. I, I get that at night. I have uh, relatives on Camino Island, and we pick up CFAX. Oh, my for goodness. For some reason. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're all when over the place. you I'm on Saturdays at noon and Sundays at 9 o'clock. Excellent. CFAX1070.com. Right. People yeah. can bookend there your show and our show. Fantastic. That would be fabulous. Yes. I love that. They yeah. can get the whole uh, scene going on between the whole Pacific, true Pacific Well, Northwest. you know, we're neighbors. I mean, exactly. we're right beside each other. Well, that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on because that's I've had multiple other real estate agents from around the country coming on, and I always invite them through the coaching groups and such that I'm part of. And, you know, it's just – I think it's key that – we're such a little microcosm of the overall real estate market, and sometimes we get a little lost in our own stuff and forget like what the rest of the U.S. and Canada and the world are mm-hmm. even doing. But because we are so close, 
we get a lot of back and forth, yeah. right? There's I a mean, lot of overlap. Yeah. yeah, there's a ton of overlap, and there's people, you know. Um, so we've had some other vacation resort markets down here. Uh, you and I were talking about Denise up in Whistler. Mm-hmm. She's been on the show before. We had some folks from um, Florida. Florida were on. Um, from Cape Coral, we've had um, I think Palm Springs. We Palm Springs. Is, yeah, Palm yeah. Springs. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're we're hitting a lot of the places that a lot of folks from our area tend to like to go to or have second homes in. Yeah. And of course, there's a lot of folks traveling up to Victoria just because it's such a beautiful place. Well, you know, the the funny thing is, a lot of Americans think mm-hmm. that Victoria is in the states because we are what? positioned. Yeah, because since. Since Vancouver Island sits below... Oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. Since, <laughs> since Victoria sits below the 49th parallel. Yeah. Right? Oh, uh, they look at a map. Yeah. And, and of course, one of the big draws of Victoria is it is a, a tourist destination. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we have yeah. a lot of visitors that come over. But don't they realize when they have to take their passport? Mm, yeah. That... It's, it, there is that. <laughs> there, there is, is that. a subtle yeah. difference. Yeah, there is. <laughs> But Victoria is a really interesting market, and I'll talk a little bit about Vancouver as well, too, because okay. I, have, I have knowledge of that marketplace, yeah. too. Uh, Victoria is, as I said, a uh, tourist destination. It is a lifestyle town because mm-hmm. seniors tend to go uh, and yeah. retire in Victoria. We are a government town. It's the provincial mm-hmm. capital. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have our Pacific Navy base out of Victoria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, we have universities, so it's a university town. And uh, we've got a little te- – it's not little. Actually, it's sizable for Canada – a mm-hmm. tech community. Right. So yes. there's a lot of things that happen in Victoria. Our net migration into the region, mm-hmm. um, small towns, 365,000 people. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but we have a net migration. That's about the same size as Wichita, Kansas, which we just did a show oh, wow. about investing there. I would never so. make – the comparison between of Wichita. Wichita and Victoria, though. Well, but that's what I'm saying is like <laughs> now anyone who wants to go and listen to that show will understand probably the yeah, difference, though, of size. there's a reason why the investing there is good <laughs> versus good why maybe second home. Right. So I am looking at some <laughs> of the, the prices alternate. on your website. Yep. Uh, Tony and yeah, they're not giving those homes away up there. No, so Victoria is the third most expensive real estate in Canada. Wow. So it's Vancouver. Toronto, Victoria. Really? And really? Vancouver's above Toronto. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. It, it almost okay. always is. Okay. The, the interesting thing is, you know, you think about populations. Vancouver is almost mm-hmm. 3 million. Toronto mm-hmm. is 6 million. And then yeah, Victoria that's why I was surprised. Okay. It's 365,000. Yeah. Right? Wow. Um, but it's because of those, those six re- yeah. reasons that I mentioned to you. Well, and those are very important reasons because we talk all the time on our show about what is it that keeps our market Prices. buoyant yeah. yeah and it's all of those things because we have strong military all around not just in one place but in multiple counties around here right yeah and then um because we have tech biotech uh aerospace Multifaceted. automotive mm-hmm. because of like pacar and all those kinds of things going on i mean there's a lot of really dense layers of employment here yeah. right so and that makes a huge and and all the university and research everything is it, well, it, the, it just works this out this is interesting to me uh, tony too because i always think of victoria as being uh well i know that you got the university i mm-hmm. you know of course the tourist aspect of it if you haven't been up there listeners go <laughs> it's oh, beautiful it you really will is not be disappointed but, uh, i i think of it as is fishing and logging oh there's that too yes you know, so yeah. you know it's kind of a hub for for all of that as well mm-hmm. yeah you yeah. know from a price standpoint so the average price of a victoria home right now uh, the average for a detached single family house is about nine hundred thousand. Mm. 
Uh, so compare that to Vancouver, which right now mm. is about 1.6 million. Yeah, oh, and that's wow. average, right? So you don't get much for a million dollars in Vancouver. Let's yeah. let's consider though the exchange rate, though, right? Yeah, because yeah, right. the American dollar, of course, is strong. Uh, I just checked earlier today. Good, the, I was going to ask. Yeah, so seventy-eight percent, so something like that. Yeah, so we're seventy uh, seventy-six cents. So 76, yeah. so a million-dollar home in Canada mm-hmm. is seven hundred and sixty thousand mm-hmm. uh, U.S. Mm-hmm. U.S. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Very mm. cool. Now, wh- what about? Let's talk about the taxes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what taxes? Yeah. What? 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 Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So one of the things that has happened in uh, not only Canada, particularly Vancouver, Vancouver is sort of like the epicenter of craziness in Canada mm-hmm. because the market in Vancouver exploded. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the belief is that it was driven by foreign money. Nineteen ninety nine, right? Yeah, is that kind of the start of it. In, kind in Hong of. Kong. Well, mm-hmm. that was nineteen ninety seven, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So the, um, and then so actually. We step back a little bit. Uh, Vancouver had Expo 86. Oh, sure. Yeah. And before Expo 86, Vancouver was struggling to be on the map. They wanted to be on the global stage. Mm-hmm. And they put on this fantastic expo, and all of a sudden, people started coming. Mm-hmm. And then this whole idea of Hong Kong transitioning uh, back to uh, Chinese rule mm-hmm. uh, caused a lot of Chinese to come to Vancouver. Because when you look at Vancouver, Seattle is very similar as well, too. Mm-hmm. When you look at the ocean compared to the mountains, mm-hmm. especially the uh, Western exposure, right. that's really the biggest appeal for yes. the Chinese, right? Sure. Yeah. So fast forward a little bit. Um, the market exploded uh, in 2016, 2017. Uh, people's houses, things that you couldn't sell years ago mm-hmm. on busy streets like Granville or Oak right. Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, you know it, people bought these houses for $15,000. On a regular city-sized lot, they were selling for $3 million. Wow. Crazy. Because developers would put them together, and they build townhouse developments. uh, Mm -hmm. And what ended up happening was people, they cashed out. They basically cashed in their chips in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. And and, moved. And then they moved to Kelowna or to Calgary or to Victoria. Gee, what does that sound like? Mm -hmm. People moving to... Camino. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. Bremerton. Yeah, Apolsbo. <laughs> right. All yeah. these, a bunch of my clients locally have all been doing that from here. Yeah. They're tired of Seattle and the issues that are going on, and they're selling their places and, go, and they're, they're taking their equity and going elsewhere. So, smaller community, maybe mm-hmm. uh, quieter for kids, yep. schools. Or for retirement yeah, or whatever. Same story. But right? they still want the same things. Like, I just had a client who just bought in Bellingham. And he's still fairly young in his early 40s, but they're looking at their longer term and what his commute is right now because he's been commuting from Seattle to Marysville for his medical job. Wow. And it's about the same commute for him, but with less traffic. Gridlock, yeah. And it's a beautiful drive instead of the gridlock, looking at nothing. And they're they're thrilled with, with the adjustment. And the house that they bought up there brand new is you know they paid what five well you helped us with it eric it was what 585 585 and so you know i mean just that alone his house i just sold here that was about the same square footage and already 11 years old 
I sold for nine ten. Yeah, so it can mean people can be mortgage free. Yeah, if and they that's had a exactly what they were doing. They is they want mortgage free. Yeah, yeah, so actually similar story. We had clients that moved from North Vancouver. So North Vancouver got across the Lionsgate Bridge to mm-hmm. go downtown. Right. Yeah. Right. Distance wise, it's not far, but mm-hmm. he had a forty five minute commute. Yeah. 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 Bought a uh, he had a townhouse and they bought a house in Victoria mm-hmm. for less money. Yeah. And his commute is now seven minutes because we don't there have traffic. Oh, right? yeah. I'm four minutes from my uh, from my house to the office. Nice. Yeah. There yeah. is no traffic in Victoria. Uh, I got to get used to that when I show up here, you know. Well, see, yeah. that does make me think of Wichita again because, like, they get six cars backed up. They're like, oh, my gosh, there's a big right, right. bus. Anything Slow down on the highway. Than, and I'm anything like, longer than 15 no minutes idea. is a frustration. <laughs> it's like 15 minutes. Oh, my God. So, now, do you, do you have folks uh, that are relocate? Let's say they relocate from Vancouver to Victoria then are they still buying second homes either in the Gulf Islands or further up further up Vancouver Island? Not so much. I, I have hmm. to say most of the time that Vancouver purchase is a, usually a step up. So it's either a townhouse okay. mm-hmm. to a house Got or it. an ocean view house okay. uh, or something that makes them mortgage free. Okay. Got right. it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So before we went on air, we were talking about not, not just what the, like the housing comparison was, but also like the financing, ah, right? Yes. Oh, and, and then also you talked about the taxing, but there's right, also right. the yeah. So other well, before I forget, Eric, you were talking about mortgage rates, fantastic rates of less yeah. than four percent, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So the Canadian five-year uh, term in a mortgage right now is about two point eight percent. Two point. So we're below three percent for okay, mortgage rates. But you said a five-year. Oh, okay. So it's a twenty-five-year. It's a 25-year amortization. We do things a little differently. I, yeah. No, I got it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because you yeah. worked in the UK. So. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Right, but I You're want not our... going to get a 30-year fixed no, I... rate necessarily. No, I know, but Canada. I want our listeners, you two know this, so don't geek yeah, out yeah. and talk okay. about <laughs> our listeners' heads, okay? Yeah. Because um, I have had Canadians come and buy investment property here, and I've had to explain to them the difference of yes. your mm-hmm. process to our process, and vice versa, because like when I have someone I'm sending to Denise up in Whistler – need to have another kind of conversation with them right so uh or i would say she's going to explain this because it is a slightly different process so i know we're about to go into a break so can we make a note that you guys take a deep dive into that so uh, an american thinking about buying up there has a good idea of of exactly what that process is what they can do what they can't do absolutely so let's make sure and we get right back to that as soon as we finish with this little break here on open house with team reba once again we got tony joe from victoria bc Remax in the house. We'll be right back. Open house with Team Reba on AM 15A. Back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial. And we've got Tony Joe in the house from Remax in Victoria. Such a beautiful yes. place. But I got to, before we get, I, I, we've, we're going to talk about some financing questions diving. for you about buying sure. in, in, um, in BC. What? T- tell me about this whole Tim Hortons thing. <laughs> okay. Okay, you can get a it's sandwich, a cult. you can get donuts. Yeah. But no fries. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So what? It's a it's a culture. So Tim, the backstory, of course, is Tim Hortons. Was I just a, know the coffee. He's a, he's an ex NHL uh, right. player, yeah, yeah. right? Of course, yeah. Wayne's World featured uh, you know of Stan Mikita <laughs> coffee, right? <laughs> so uh, Tim Hortons is a it's a national fixture. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Is. And uh, true. So they have chili. They have soup. There's no fries. There's yeah. no burgers. Yeah. Uh, but people line up. 
And in in towns aside from Victoria, there are drive-throughs everywhere. So in Ontario, it really is part of the part of the culture. Oh, it's a phenomenon. It's yeah. like a Chick Fil A up there. Oh. Yeah, maybe even or more so. Yeah, or how you are about yeah, Dick's really driving. Right, right. You and your fast food. You're okay. Hey, what right. can I say? I know. You, you gotta I know. get that. And you gotta get the ketchup flavored potato. Chip. Um, he likes fast food. Obviously, yeah. that's the reason Clearly. why he's anti Prius. Right. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Enough about his diet. Let's get back into what we were talking about, shall we? Right. Okay. <laughs> so, so you know, somebody. So the the, the mortgage market I, I know in, in BC is significantly different than the U.S. You're not going to typically have a 30 year fixed rate mortgage. Correct. It'll yeah. be a, maybe a 25 year term. Yep. Rate will be reset about every five years. Is Correct. That so that's exactly right? it. It's, it's the Canadian way. Mm-hmm. Exactly what you said. So everything's calculated based on maximum of 25 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we call, they're terms. So people choose, you know, if it's a six-month, a 12-month, 24, 48, usually people pick a five-year term. Mm-hmm. So the rate's locked in for that five-year period. But it does mean that after that five years... You need to. You don't need to requalify because banks typically just re. Um, you know, you just yeah. re-sign up again. But it depends on where the rates are at mm-hmm. that time, right? Right. So that can right. have a volatile yes. change. Yes, and and actually, this is an excellent segue because one of the things that the Canadian government implemented a couple of years ago is this thing called the stress test. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which means that if you look right now, posted five-year mortgage is two point. Mm-hmm. I think two point eight percent. Yeah. Uh, so to qualify for that mortgage, you need to be able to demonstrate that your income is high enough to support 2.8 plus 2%. Okay. So 4.8%. Okay. Similar to our ability to repay. We have the same thing different... with an adjustable rate loan. Okay. okay. I mean, we yeah. have a qualifying rate, which is always about 2% above well, there the, we go. The, the note rate. Yeah. So it's it, it doesn't mean that you're paying that 4.8%. Mm-hmm. It just means that, well, the government's idea was that they're hoping have, yeah. that people can support if Makes rates sense. do go up, right? Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Now, there have been some consequences because when they implemented this last year, what it has really done is has affected people's purchasing power. Mm-hmm. So someone that could afford a $1 million property based on their income, mm-hmm. all of a sudden can only qualify for oh. $750,000. Because mm-hmm. of the 2% difference. Because of the difference. Mm-hmm. And the problem... Yeah, and that's, we say all the time, it's the interest rate that really is what the impact is. It's not always just your purchase price, but that interest sure. rate is the for qualifying sure. factor for sure. For sure. Now, the, the difficulty is the, the Canadian government implemented this. And let's remember the Canadian government weathered out that whole subprime crisis mm-hmm. back in 2008 that you guys... Extremely right. well. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. right. In fact, our, so uh, good bank, on them. our Bank of Canada head is now in the UK, right? Mm-hmm. Um, right, right, right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Canada, no Fannie Mae, no Freddie Mac. Mm-hmm. There's no secondary market for mortgages. Nope. Right. Yet you have a higher percentage of homeowners than the U.S., yeah, correct. Canada's done a fantastic job with that. What, yeah. what is your homeownership rate up there? Oh, I don't know the figure. Ours but is around 65. Eric's, Eric's, I'm thinking it's somewhere, it's, it's, it's close to 80, it, I think. It is. Oh, my it's gosh. Way up there. Yeah. I, I thought yeah. it was 75 or somewhere up in that. Yeah. It's way up there. That's a tremendous rate. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, we weathered that storm, and affordability has been a factor because Vancouver's escalating uh, prices have meant mm-hmm. that Victoria has escalated in prices mm-hmm. uh, along other neighborhoods as well. So there's a lot of communities out there that are that are really thirsting for affordability. Right. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. can't get in the marketplace. And mm-hmm. the problem with this whole notion of the qualifying at that mm-hmm. higher rate, 
pushing that $1 million buyer down to a really crowded segment, right. that's 750000 right. yeah. yeah. it doesn't make things any more affordable. If anything, no. it's made that area much more crowded. Right. Yeah. right. Sure. That's Makes kind sense. of what we have right here in yeah. the Seattle market. Just like yeah. you said, that yeah. 20% uh, yeah, segment. Welcome to right? our world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we mm-hmm. deal with that all the time. Yeah. Okay. So now, and is it possible for an American to get a Canadian mortgage? Uh, there, there's a different qualification process. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. So first of all, down payment. So in Canada, five uh, percent is required. So that's mm-hmm. the minimal da- minimum down sure. payment. Okay. Um, ideally, a Canadian should have twenty percent down payment mm-hmm. because there's insurance. There's um, high ratio insurance, insurance, mortgage insurance, yeah. insurance mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we have uh, similar. Yeah. Um, generally speaking, foreign buyers require a thirty-five percent down okay, payment. Okay, that's very similar to here. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Not true of a lot there. of countries. Mm-hmm. I, I sure looked is. at Panama, and they're the same kind of thing. But it is a lot uh, of other places. But unlike s- other countries, it is possible for a non-citizen Canadian citizen to own yes. real estate in Canada. Yes. Which uh, is the next thing you want to talk about, yes. right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, it, what happened again? Uh, it all comes around Vancouver. The government has implemented a foreign buyer tax. Mm-hmm. So this is applicable to anyone who is not a Canadian citizen or resident of Canada. Mm-hmm. And uh, what that is now in the market areas of Vancouver, Kelowna, Nanaimo, the Lower Mainland, and Victoria, mm-hmm. it is a you pay a property transfer tax. So we have a provincial property transfer tax mm-hmm. that everyone pays. Okay. Uh, and then above that, for non, uh, non-Canadian non uh, citizens, it's a 20% tax. So it's 20%. Now, I thought it was 15 originally. In Vancouver, yeah. it was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So and then they expanded it to 20%. Non-resident. So what does that mean? Uh, well, somebody with a non-Canadian passport, right? Oh, really? Because I, yeah. I thought there was an element if you owner occupied it you could avoid that tax but it's just based strict strictly based on citizenship pretty well right wow. so actually i have a um i've got somebody who called me from lopez island mm-hmm. oh and yeah. and they wanted to buy an occasional residence in victoria mm-hmm. okay and of course i had to go through the math with them and i said right. if you're buying a seven hundred thousand dollar condo you got to come up with not only a $10,000 property transfer tax, which is right. normal, yeah. but also $140,000 <laughs> right. in a purchase tax. Yeah. See, now, okay, but your um, your sale tax, mm-hmm. that property tax, is different than ours because the sellers pay that, oh, not yeah, the buyers. No, the buyers pay it here. So that's, a, that's a slightly different um, yes. setup than us, too, because the closing costs here typically don't have that, and that's why costs for the sellers here are always far outweigh what... It oh. is for the buyer. Yeah, no, the buyer pays Minus the... Minus their down payment, of course. The buyer pays the uh, property transfer tax. Okay, interesting. Uh, so not only is there the foreign buyer tax, but in the case of this buyer from Lopez Island, he only wanted to buy that for occasional use. Mm-hmm. So it would be empty probably, right. you know, eight right. months yeah. out of the year. So uh, in their wisdom, the uh, provincial government, the BC government, has implemented a speculation and vacancy tax. Oh my god. Okay, gosh. this is the one I'm th- I'm thinking of then. All right. Okay. So Do explain. So <laughs> if the property is not rented for a minimum of 6 months in a calendar year, then a tax of um either 0.5% or 2% of the assessment, you know, the tax mm-hmm. assessed value yeah. is payable every year. Okay, may I ask was that brought in because I have heard 
that in Vancouver, there are entire skyscrapers empty, empty because yes. people from China have been buying them and they don't want to rent them to anybody. Correct. And is that really where that so emanated you, so from? So you take that combined with the fact that there is no rental stock. So the vacancy mm-hmm. rate in Vancouver and Victoria is below 1%. Oh, wow. oh my gosh. So people and are so saying, we these, need rental we need stock. We need housing, yes, sure. but they aren't well. Yeah. What so the, the So the government has said, all right, well, let's impose this tax. Okay, for so I said mm. 0.5% or 2%. Yeah. It's 0.5% for non-British Columbians. Okay. And it's 2% for foreign owners. Okay. So got if you got it. a property in Vancouver, mm-hmm. a condo, easily a million dollars assessed, mm-hmm. two, uh, 2%, that's $20,000 mm-hmm. per year. Interesting. So, tax. Wow. Okay, so what are Is they going to do with those taxes, though? Yeah. They are supposedly building affordable housing. Okay, that was going to yeah. be my question. Yes. We hope, okay. they, we hope they will. But but here here's the question, still, though. Those, that's so crazy because, okay, but that... Because it, it brings other issues, or at least the things I've heard from other, can, you know, Vancouver counterparts, yeah. is that they'll say, you know, we've got these empty buildings, and so what happens is you have a ghost town around it too, because there's no one supporting the small businesses that try and the coffee come shops, in. the yeah, there's furniture nobody stores, there. nothing, no. And so it, it has a it has a, a butterfly effect mm-hmm. around that community, unfortunately. Yeah. So I mean, I, I guess I can get why they're doing it. On even now more, I didn't realize their vacancy rate was. Well, that here's low. the yeah, oh yeah, it's it is it is we ha- we have no rental stock. See the difference. I understand in Seattle, mm-hmm. uh, they have been building rental. Uh, yeah, we've had more than condos. Con- right? well, yeah, because yes. the, the cost for building condos was too sky high in insurance. Yeah. They've now and come out with a new thing for the insurance, and I want to get those people on to talk about it because the Realtors Association down here helped fight for that. Yeah. But and so hopefully that will turn into more condos. But yeah, we've been having in the last few years ten to twelve thousand units coming on per year. Yeah. So on the rental market. So here's an example in Victoria, they had not built purpose-built rental housing for twenty years. Wow. So everything was condo. Got so it. all of the Got stock it. was purchased, right? Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, you know, going back to this whole speculation tax thing, I said 05 percent and two mm-hmm. percent. Two um, percent for foreign owners, point five percent for non-British Columbians, because you see, it applies to other Canadians too. Right, right. So mm. if you're an Albertan and you own an occasional property, yeah. you're paying this tax. So they're taxing Canadians. Wow, wow. right? Uh-huh. That's got to feel sort of uncomfortable. No, but yeah. listen, you know this <laughs> this whole thing about foreign buyers. Yeah. Because uh, the government, well, because because people worry about it down here. Yeah. Right. Because we've had a lot of Chinese investment over in say like Bellevue. And, and there's houses, yeah. multi-million dollar houses just sitting there vacant So here's they the, won't rent them out. Here's the thing, though. As it turns out, the foreign influence is less than people had expected because they had thought that adding these taxes would cause mm-hmm. the market to slow down right. and start going down. Yeah. And it has not. Yeah. Mm. Because well, I think they just did their math and were like, we're just trying to get our money out of a market that is struggling, yeah. period. Yeah. I mean, the Chinese market has not been doing well and people are trying to find... and. You know, basically, Canada and the U.S., North America has, you know, historically been some of the most safe place to own real estate in the world. And it remains so. Yeah. So people with money will pay that 20%. Right. Sure. Makes sense. It's still going to happen anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely makes sense. Wow. I've got so many more questions for you, Joe. (laughs) Uh, We're going to run into a break here and check up on traffic. Uh, But we've got more uh, Tony Joe with us uh, from Victoria, B.C. Stay tuned. On Open House with Team Reba. We'll be right back.
Open House with Team Reba on AM 1580. The now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Ossinus from Homebridge Financial. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. And we are discovering Canada today. <laughs> yes, we're uh, learning you know, so many interesting you know, things so, about your marketplace. So I, I'm, I'm just so happy, Tony, that, that you're here and we're here and we're not separated by, uh, you know, the, the, the great pig war. You know, that almost, oh, gosh. almost caused yes. the massive bloodshed up in the San Juans. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then there's that time that we burned the White House, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was that. Yeah. You know, but I, I went to Expo 84, I don't know how many 86, times. Yeah. Or 86. Yeah. What a fantastic. Oh, uh, it was amazing. Fantastic huh? thing. It was so fun. Yeah. And uh, got a nice picture of me, you know, hugging a Mountie. It was good. Yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> I'm sure really you fun. did. I'm sure you did. I'm not, yeah. I'm not stunned by that You know, all. I love this region. And I, as you oh, know, I come too. down here quite often. I, I do yeah. other things in the, in the Seattle area here. And, you know, I just I love being a neighbor of Seattle. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Well, we love it back. I, mean, I got to tell you, I'm excited about trying to go up more of your direction. Because, and we're going to get you on our show. Yeah. And I would uh-huh. love that. I would love that. But because I've been boating the last ah. couple of years now, um, so a person who I've been seeing turned me on to the book, The Curve of Time. Hmm. Don't know that one. Seriously? I got to write that down. It's on its 50th anniversary of okay. being out. And it's about a woman who was from other parts of Canada. Her and her husband moved to Vancouver Island. Oh. And then they had a boat. They had a 25-foot boat. And he went out one day on the boat alone. And I guess, like, they think he had a heart attack while swimming or something because they found the boat, but they never found his body. But his clothes were all, like, nicely, neatly piled, you know, and stacked and whatever. So there was no foul play. And this woman who was in, like, her late 20s with five children and a dog, it's all these adventures that they had on that boat. Mm-hmm. All the way through Desolation Sound oh, and yeah. all those little yeah, inlets great. and harbors. Oh, I'll have to read and that. Yeah. It's a phenomenal book, yeah. and it has been ranked highly, highly, highly. <laughs> in the, you know, it just it's you know it's, it's a wonderful book. It's a reminder just the geography of the West Coast, the mm-hmm. Pacific Northwest. Or, oh, I yeah. mean, it's, it's, it, it draws people. You know, the, she the, was doing that in the 1920s. Goodness gracious! I also should mention. Wow, amazing. So uh, it's funny because people have asked the question, you know, what is it going to take to uh, neutralize the real estate values in greater Vancouver and surrounding mm-hmm. areas, maybe similar mm-hmm. to Seattle as well? Yeah. Because yeah. Um, we talked about the economic drivers, you know, mm-hmm. military, real, uh, t- uh, tech, uh, yeah. tourism, all that but stuff. But it's also just sure. a beautiful it's place. It's the beauty, yeah. So a friend of mine, uh, Keith Roy at Remax in Vancouver, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, he, he has said on my show, he said, well, here's the secret. If you want to affect property values... Ground down the North Shore Mountains of Vancouver, yeah, exactly. fill in the ocean, <laughs> right, yeah. and start burning a mountain of tires. Um, yeah, basically, there you go, make right? it look like Wichita, Kansas. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, you got that. Yeah, right. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Make it flat. Well, so is Victoria similar like in, in, in the Seattle area? We, we passed in 1990 the Growth Management Act that really mm-hmm. limited suburban sprawl. Hmm. So the, yeah. the emphasis is to try and increase density, yeah. you, know, keep, you know, keep our rural areas rural. Yeah. Uh, and I know uh, driving, like if I, I, I go up to Whistler all the time, you know, mm-hmm. kind of avid skier. And when I'm on my way up, you know, 99, I'm, you know, it, it really, there's just a few pockets of developments, but it's largely untouched yeah. you know, most of the way. Yeah. It, Vancouver Island seems to me to be the same thing. Well, so here's an example, Victoria, Greater Victoria. When you look at the map, it is the southernmost tip of Vancouver Island. Right. Um, w- we have that 
naturally because mm-hmm. geographically we're surrounded by water on three right, sides right mm-hmm. and then we've got a mountain on the fourth side yep. yeah so we have no space to expand okay and yeah. our net migration in the victoria region is about three thousand or four thousand people per year yeah so we have to go up mm. uh, so it uh, is a region of uh, densification mm-hmm. uh, we got further complication with the victoria city council because they don't want to approve any new developments unless there is a affordable housing component mm. wow who does that okay. sound like hmm. yeah yeah so okay. uh, so there's all this stuff, but um, yeah, I mean, it remains a beautiful place to be. We aren't seeing as many American uh, buyers in the marketplace as we used to maybe 15 years ago or 20 years ago. Why do you think that is? Um, I don't, we're wondering that. Like we wonder, we're wondering if people are still smarting from the subprime crisis mm. uh, down here. I don't know. Well, you know, mm. here's what I think. Um, I think many of them are still keeping it local. Yeah. I think they're keeping it within Washington. That makes sense to me. Um, because we can have somebody go out to the peninsula and get something similar. for Like right now, um, Port Angeles, Port Angeles or Squim is or... and Squim. Squim is definitely a little bit of a hotbed. Port Angeles is benefiting from that. Um, you know, I'm seeing more. Well, Bremerton right now also has some of the, the old style Seattle vibe. Oh, yeah. And there's and because they have more ferries going over there. So now that it's more accessible and people don't have to drive around all the time, the fast foot ferries, the additional ferries, things that are going on over there. I think there's um, a, a realization that people want to also have access to the things that they yeah. want yeah. Um, and get to our you know downtowns and stuff like that. I could be way off, but that equity position had come roaring back starting seven years ago here. So I don't think it's still left over from the subprime because the people who are doing well and the people who have that equity, still are just, have it. Yeah. they still have it. And, yeah. and in, in some ways it came back really, really strong. They're just taking it elsewhere. Yeah. And, and I think locally, more so, local. So we have had, so I had actually clients from Seattle and here's a classic example, mm-hmm. staying at the Empress Hotel, beautiful mm-hmm. Fairmont Empress. Uh, a relative of mine happens to be the head porter, so okay. I usually oh, get wow. the phone call when somebody is, mm-hmm. you know, hey, we're kind of interested in real estate. Yeah, nice. Showed these folks three properties, and they bought the first one they saw, and it was at that time they decided that they were going to relocate their family to Victoria, and they stayed mm. there for, I think it was about five or six years, Okay. Uh, after which time they resold and came back down uh, into the mm-hmm. region here. So there, there are examples of people going back and forth. You know, despite what we've talked mm-hmm. about with taxes and all that kind of stuff, there are other things to consider. Mm-hmm. I mean, politically, Canada is yes. a very stable place, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, well, trust me. When our last vote happened, there was a whole lot of a people discussion. I, I oh, had yeah. phone calls from people oh, thinking yeah. about coming up, right? Yeah. Yeah. So well, there... I mentioned Panama earlier, and that's because my ex-husband. Yeah. We were looking at moving there. Yeah. And you know, I I was telling him I was like, well, we might supersize your plans <laughs> depending on what happens we'll see <laughs> but you know i mean canada vancouver victoria it's clean a uh, great place to raise kids i know we've talked about taxes but we got to remember too that the mm-hmm. exchange rate is yes. also in people's favor yeah it is. um there's there's a lot of things to like there right there there was uh and I, I i did a little bit of reading a few years ago on this if someone wanted to actually become an expat or actually become a canadian mm-hmm resident or citizen, I, I was looking at a number, and I think it was 800,000 that, that if, if, like, a, as an American, if I invested, mm-hmm. you know, that somewhat, somewhere around that sum of money, either in a Canadian business or started my own business, yeah. you know, up there, that, you know, it's pretty much 
you're, you're going to get your Yeah, your so that's a provincial thing. So yeah. it depends oh, it on the province. Okay. Uh, okay. It, it is easier to enter the province of Quebec, for instance. Ah, okay. uh, they change the rules in British Columbia. But typically, yeah, if you're buying a business that has a minimum yeah. number of staff okay. uh, and things like that, that, that yeah. is a possibility. Yeah. So. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. But, but then you benefit by our health care system. And, and I'm not going right. to have to. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. I'm not going to have to pay the uh, the speculation. There you go. Tax. You save on the speculation tax. <laughs> so, yeah, right. so I've got that going. I've got that going for me. Yeah. So if if uh, <laughs> if so, give us a, a quick rundown. I want a ocean view property, not necessarily waterfront. Yep. Uh, tell tell me what I get. Mm, okay, so good neighborhood, three thousand square foot, completely renovated house, very modern, in an area called Cordova Bay, which is about fifteen minutes from downtown. Uh, elevated house with two hundred degree views of mm. the ocean. Oh wow! Right, mm-hmm. wow. East facing, and you see Mount Baker actually. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's which one is stunning. One point six million. One point six. Yeah. Okay. One point six. That's Canadian. a three thousand square foot house. Yeah. Too. Yeah. That's yeah, that's a big house. Yeah. Wait, yeah. are we? You did the conversion. No, one six Canadian. Okay. So what is that? That's uh, uh, so I was just going to give it two? Say, yeah about one point two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Million, do you guys actually use square footage up there though? We do. Okay. Yeah, you not square meters. We use okay. square footage. Okay. Yeah. That that's was the that's other strange. conversion I was asking. I know it is. Yeah, yeah. We use pounds. We listen to your radio uh, stations. We watch your <laughs> we watch your TV stations. Yeah. We uh, oh yeah. we have infiltrated. We have inf- yeah absolutely yeah except yeah. you can get uh, gravy with your chips you know but not at Tim Hortons. Yeah, that's right. So, that's right. A few simple. Okay, and the flashing green light. Oh yes, at the stop signs. Okay, what's that mean? Oh, it means it's a pedestrian controlled uh, stop sign. So someone can press a button, and uh, you guys don't have that here. No. Oh, I never paid attention. No. no, Okay. So if someone wants to reach you real quickly, how do we how do we get a hold of you? PrimeTeam.ca. www.primeteam.ca. All right. Thank you so much, Tony Joe, for joining us. Great we learned a here. ton. Hope we can have you on again in the future. Yeah. Hope that was worth yeah. everyone's uh, while uh, this weekend. We'll see you up in Canada. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I, right. I had to get it in. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash max Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Saturday afternoon at 2 for more Open House with Team Reba here on AM 1590. The answer. The preceding program was sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services.